This is what Brooklyn sounds like. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I am Lucas Tiamori. And I'm Rachel. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you might have noticed that last week we aired the same show from the week before. That was because I had uh, an emergency. I think one of the things that, that stands this show apart is that we do speak openly and honestly about our lives. And I'm not going to dwell on this very long, but it is a, a tragedy. My, my mother had a stroke uh, last week, and I'm, I'm very upset at the people at Lenox Hill who had her there for 24 hours and sent her home with stomach flu and didn't test for stroke. Yeah, it's very, very wrong because, you know, it's definitely the closest we can catch these things, the, the best prognosis. There's a procedure that can be done that if you catch it within six hours, there's something that can be done that, that uh, bursts up the clot that's in the brain and, 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 your, and your prognosis becomes tremendously better. Yeah. And she was in the emergency room within six hours. She was in the yeah. emergency room within one hour. No thanks to no thanks to the poor response also from nine one one. Uh it took them over forty minutes. My brother got For there for an eighty nine year old. Yeah. Yeah. My brother got there in twenty minutes. So I went to the fire station, which is right across the street, and they came with me right away. So she got care. But really, you know, what I've called in the past, they're they're in in less than five minutes. Yeah, I mean, for David, they were there in less than five minutes. They, the firemen were there first, but they were there in less than five minutes. Now, I understand that the 911 system is really... Is, is really... Uh, corrupt. Okay. Okay. It's a corrupt system. Lu- Lucas tells it how it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a shitty neighborhood, 40 minutes is, is quick. Yeah, no, I mean, they... It takes, like... I called the police once. It took them hours to get there. Um, but you know, I I hate to say this, but it's true. I'm in a very nice neighborhood. We're dealing with a person who's very old and frail. They're usually there within minutes. And in a few, and I got the phone number for the firehouse, so I can call them directly if something like this happens again. They're right across the street. They they know her. They love her. They they're asking about her. How's 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 your mom? So here's the situation. I'm not going to say exactly where she is because there's some fucking creepy stalkers listening to this fucking show. Uh, <laughs> you got you to protect your mom. You got to protect my mom. We, we love your mama. But she is in an excellent facility right now. She's getting tremendously good care. She is able to speak. She doesn't seem to have lost much intellectual functioning, although some has. That's going to happen. And she is not able to walk. Um, when she's discharged from the hospital, she will then go to an acute care facility for intensive physical therapy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I am, I am optimistic that she's going to walk again and that she will have lost some functioning, but that she will be able to enjoy her life once again. Yeah. You know, my father had a stroke, um, about 20 years ago, um, 
and he's doing quite well. He also has Parkinson's, so there's, you know, some added complications with his his movement. But he does, you know, walk fine on his own. Um, you know, it t- takes him a long time. He, he has um, he has to walk very slow, I think, in part because Parkinson's also makes you a little confused about how to walk. Um, but, you know, he was able to regain his physical function after the stroke. Um, his speech is still, like, you know, he, he struggles with it. Yeah, when she came home, you know, the, the next day, when she came home the next day, and she, it, this happened on a Tuesday, she was back on a Wednesday because they didn't do the right thing. Um, and then Thursday morning, she fell. Yeah. And um, we talked, and we didn't want to take her back to the same ER. We talked to her doctor who, you know, said, because we didn't think anything was broken. We didn't think the fall really did much, but we had to be sure. So we talked to her doctor. He's like, okay, have her move this, have her move that, move this, blah, 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 blah. And as long as she's able to do all these things and there's no visible trauma, um, then, you know, there's no reason to bring her back to the same people that fucked up the first time. Yeah. I'm really glad you took her somewhere else. Um, But I kept saying, you know, there's something else going on here. This is not this is not a stomach flu. A person does not lose this much functioning from a stomach from a 24 hour stomach flu. This no. is wrong. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't right. make any sense. Um, and my siblings all agreed, and all my sister Elaine has a ton of medical knowledge. There was something that she had suggested that maybe uh, we should have gone with, but you can't second guess yourself like that, you know. Mm, yeah. I, and I just did that, and I shouldn't, but. Um, so Nancy is basically living with her at the facility. She's been sleeping there. Yeah. Um, and, uh. They're allowing that? Yes, they are. They have a, a couch that pulls out into a bed. Yeah. So, the, yeah, they, they let that happen. You know, thank God this didn't happen during the height of Corona when we couldn't even visit and she doesn't know how to use a cell phone. I know. I know. I know. Hug your moms. So we're going to be doing some music tonight. But we're going to to talk about some other things. Because a lot of shit has happened over the last two weeks. The fucking Supreme Court of the United States is out of control. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's been a sad time to be an American. It's been a sad time. It's been an angry time. It's uh, been a conflicted time trying to talk to people and see see eye to eye on the issue. Oh, yeah. You know, some people in our program, you know, don't, you know, agree with us. I'm listening. Um, and that's been very hard on my therapist. She said to, like, be diplomatic about that because she's just like, in her mind, like, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like. You're wrong. You're, like, to give a little context, we're t- talking about the right right to choose. The right to choose. Choose an abortion. To choose an abortion. Um, or to choose birth control or to not be arrested for having a miscarriage. Yeah. And um, she, you know, just feels like it's really hard to to give care to people who are not, to, don't agree with us on this. Before we get into that a little more, I just want to get this out there while I'm thinking of it. Uh, our friend of the show... And our friend, Dylan Greenberg, he he made a mistake and owned up to it. Um, he made like this coded 
thing that he had, I think someone else did it and he shared it. And if, it's like, if you are in a situation and you need a place to stay in a place where there are safe things to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I said that. The um, pizza thing? Okay. Uh, it's actually not safe for you. It's not safe for the person um, for you to offer your home directly to the person. What you can do is get yourself um, set up with organizations that do this and have been doing this professionally for a long time, and then they can check, they, they'll be able to check out the person who would be staying with you, and they'll be able to check out the space that they're going to be staying with to ensure that it's safe for you and it's safe for them. There are other people that are on... on uh, I think on, the whole point was saying it to your Facebook friends, like somebody who's already my Facebook friend, even if I don't know them that well, maybe I would do that for them. Okay. You know what I mean? You are also one of the most generous, generous people I've ever met with your time and your space and your home. I, I used that same message. I, I agree. I still agree with it. Okay. Um, and then there are also people giving advice. And this is really dangerous. Please don't do this. Where they're talking about, hey, uh, be careful if you take this herb because it could, it could uh, end a pregnancy. Be careful, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, look, you're using ancient technology. You might as well be trying to hand out friggin' uh, coat hangers. That's, it's, that does not help. What helps is if you can contribute monetarily to places like Planned Parenthood, if you can volunteer your time, if you can open up your home through these organizations, I'm going to see if they're they're in need of birth doulas, you know, which are people who help. Birth birth doulas or abortion doulas? Not abortion doulas, I'm sorry. There are birth doulas as well. um, I was thinking of being an abortion doula. What is that? Um, It's somebody, so so it's similar to a birth doula where you assist in the, you know, um, the the, the care of the person in a way that a, a nurse or a doctor can't necessarily you know, doesn't have the time to do, um, you assist in, like, the process of getting the abortion. Usually, um, usually it means um, not, like, physically um, being the one to perform the procedure, but holding the woman, or I shouldn't say woman, holding the person who's pregnant, their hands. In, in a birth doula, yeah. Yeah. In a birth doula, but, like... Um, no, in an abortion doula, too, holding their hand, yeah. talking to them as they're going through the procedure, telling them what to expect. During the procedure, staying yeah. with them. You know, I mean, I think in the past, they did not always have the time to, like, actually hold their hands, and they just, proceed, like, helped get them prepared beforehand. Um, but, um, you know, they also, you can set them up with a different, like, illegal ways to, you know, travel to get go get, like, if because if they're not going to want people traveling from state to state, certain states are going to... I think it's you know what I mean wrong to travel like you can try to have, set people up with the travel plans and stuff like that and I'm also pissed off because I know they're not going to face any kind of uh, consequences these conservative judges that lied to Congress lying to Congress is an impeachable offense uh, Supreme Court justices that's if it you know that that's the that's the the the, the road you impeach they get impeached but it's never happened. Supreme Court justice has never been impeached, impeached or removed from office in the history of the in the history of the court. Um, they don't. They just don't seem to ever face any kind of consequences whatsoever. And they lied to Congress. They 
each one of them was asked, are you going to respect precedent? Are you, you know, they were all asked and they, they all said that they weren't going to fuck with Roe. They all said that they were going to respect precedent. And there are things that you, that we can do. You know, you got, you have to vote for your pro-choice candidates. Uh, you don't have to, but <laughs> please, if, if you, you don't, you don't if you believe to, in no. choice, if you believe in choice, then, then, you know, try to be a little bit more politically aware. Know the issues that the that your candidates are, are standing on, and you know we can't. You know, you can't trust politicians any more than you can trust these judges. But um, somebody was telling me, I don't know if this is true, but but it's only going to be um, New York and California that's going to allow it. I don't. No, that's not I true. don't think that is accurate. I think those are states that people feel extremely sure about, but there are, there are other places. New Jersey seems to say that they're going to yeah. stick with it. More on this, or are we ready to move on to... Uh, I like. Well, I think we wanted to play a Bikini Kill song. Yeah, so... In honor we want to do that now? Yeah, in honor of it, we wanted to play a Bikini Kill song. We need, we need some Kathleen Hannah up in here. We need some, yeah. some Riot Girl Energy. We really need some Riot Girl energy in here. My therapists have asked me not to, you know, start riots with fires. I, I'm okay with riots with fires. I, I think, I don't know. I shouldn't say that on the radio. I do not endorse doing something like that, but I, I do endorse anger. <laughs>
was Bikini Kill singing Feels Blind, Kathleen Hanna, Toby Vale. Um, Bikini Kill is still doing really amazing work. They've kind of moved from their original original Riot Girl movement, which was centered around women and talking about rape, talking about things like abortion, um, exposing the sexism in the punk scene, punk movement. And Absolutely. Yeah, what's cool now <laughs> is their slogan used to be girls, girls to the front, and they have been writing some interesting stuff on how that actually doesn't work anymore. Um, if we're talking about people of color, if we're talking about Absolutely. black men of color, then we don't, girls don't, shouldn't be pushing to the front. Um, yeah, like I think um, also like girls did, you know, we had high hopes for girls in the front and when they got in their place in the front, they did not stand with people of color and they did not stand with like trans people and they did not stand like the women have failed us. I don't know if they've, I don't know if they've totally failed, but it wasn't quite what the Riot Girl movement expected. Yeah, no, I mean, they, I think these, like, it, we pushed white women to the front, you know what I mean? And um, they failed. I did want to talk about this. I picked up, physically lifted my mother so many times last week, and... And, uh, it, I swear to God, I think that is the reason why I had been exercising so crazy for the past three years. It was to prepare me for this because I felt everything engaging. I, I felt it in my legs and my core and my chest and my arms. And, and, I, and I was thinking, okay, that's why I was doing those squats. That's why I was doing those pull-ups. That's why I was doing this so that I could use these muscles for this moment. This is like almost a hundred pounds several times a day, sometimes in the middle of the night, lifting all her weight. And I maybe shouldn't have said that because when people know you can do something, they try to get you to do it. I might get a phone call. Francis, uh, my boyfriend is drunk and he fell down. Can you pick him up? I <laughs> uh, hear you can pick people up. You pick up my boyfriend; he's drunk. He fell down. Oh man! <laughs> you don't have a lot of debauch friends like that anymore. Well, only, right. only us. Only us. <laughs> Francis, Lucas, it's Rachel. Francis, it's Rachel. Lucas has fallen. Lucas has fallen. <laughs> I know you can pick people up. Of Lucas's size, come over, pick, pick him up. Pick him up. <laughs> That, that one is a possibility. <laughs> uh, Rachel had her first lap dance in a strip club. Oh, my God, I did. <laughs> I was so nervous, you guys. I was really, really nervous. It was a joint lap, lap dance. She, the girl did three people. Yeah, but she said because I, cause I told her I was shy and I was nervous, she said, I'm going to give you the most attention. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. She was great. I was blushing. Oh, this no. was at Pumps. It was at Pumps. And uh, what, what, uh, how, how did you, how, <laughs> give me the build up. Um, it was mostly me who wanted to go to the strip club. I, I think they were like, we'll do it another day. And I was like, well, no, it was Dallas is there. Dallas is there. Our friend Dallas is a bartender at Pumps. It was supposed to be for your birthday. You were supposed to get a birthday lap dance. I was supposed dance. to get a birthday lap dance. And so that's why we went. Um, but I, you know, on the day of my birthday, there was. We had 
extra men there. It just like didn't seem like, <laughs> it didn't seem like a good idea to do it on that day. But look, extra last men who couldn't afford to go to the strip club. Yeah, last night last night was a better vibe. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with girls, so I was very nervous, but it was really fun. The people working there wanted me to come back, but I explained Daddy Andy will not allow that. <laughs> Andy owns the bar. He's awesome, but he um he he's very very good friends with me still. But does not want to want me to work at his bar. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves you. He respects you. He loves me. He respects me. But he does not want me. He does not want his... you to dance at pumps. <laughs> he doesn't want me dancing anywhere. But like sometimes Steve will be like, "Those are not your daddies," and I'm like, "Yes, they are, though." My own father um like once sent an email explaining that he's like done being his a dad to me to my therapist um and like um the the, the day he had a stroke he, he like listed the date he had a stroke and explaining that but that was like 20 years ago like <laughs> when i was only 18 years old and i needed my daddy but yeah and andy is your daddy andy's my daddy Andy, Andy was my emergency contact at one point because my mother was telling the, tor- the hospitals to torture me. <laughs> silence. Yep, silence. <laughs> yep, we, you we, know, we you have know I love your mom. <laughs> but uh, for reasons that should be obvious, I didn't have a ton of time to put together notes, but we have some music that uh, that was sent to me. What is this? Let me see what this is. This is Carolina. What? Carolina from the motion picture where Crawdad sing? You sent me this. Oh, yeah. I said it earlier in the week.
That was beautiful. Yeah, I like feel that one in my whole body. It's beautiful. It's a good one to dance to. Gonna dance to that later. Yeah. So good. Yeah. We can dance to that one with our therapist if you want. Yeah. I have to have a talk with her and then we'll. we'll she do it. Rachel has to have a fight with our therapist because Rachel has some some alternative views about. Do you mind me saying it? Yeah, I mean, I am very strongly pro-choice. I believe very much in abortion, but I do have kind of. She does believe, you know, you know, abortion might be murder still, you know, and that um, is her personal view, you know, um, and my therapist got a, a little upset by that. Yeah, I mean, I think <coughs> we have very different life experiences. I don't think that that person has ever seen an abortion performed. I'm someone who has seen one has ha- has touched one i know um what it looks like what it feels like i know what a fetus looks like so i have a bit of a different view um and i believe that yeah i remember when the baby just fell out of me i believe that jesus and, christ uh now i'm sidetracked no it was like supposed to like die inside but it like didn't oh my god work the pill and it just like came out of me and i was like oh that's a bit fucking that's a little bit of like a Looks like a baby. Didn't even really look like a baby. Looks like a rodent, but still, like it's like something. It's still like a thing. It's feel, yeah. You know what I mean. You feel. I think there is a lot of blood. You know, there's definitely kind of murder. I think I think folks who haven't haven't really touched one might feel a little different. But I am. We are a hundred percent agreeing that everyone needs to have the right to choose. Right. Um, I think. Yeah, but you can still be. You can still think it's murder and like. And want people to have the right to choose murder. I, th- I think it's a mercy killing. Um, I didn't make that up. Um, I got that from a really incredible essay by Sally Tinsdale. It's from the 80s. It's called We Do Abortions Here. And it details her experience as an abortion nurse. And she talks about um, how she does believe it's killing but she will continue to do it until we live in a world where it's not necessary. And she she sat there. She held all these women's hands. She it's a very interesting and beautiful and deeply sad essay. It's very Googleable. I think we all have a right to our opinions as to when life begins. When life begins, exactly. And she's and she's just like saying that Rachel actually is going against her Jewish faith because the Jewish faith technically says life begins at, I guess, um, first breath. But um, that, you know, that is for every Jew to, f- to discover on their own. You know what I mean? And it's not one, you shouldn't just like, when, you know, religions aren't cults. You don't have to like, just believe every single thing your religion says. And so she was basically saying, like, that goes against her faith. We have a right to believe what we believe, but what we shouldn't do is impose our beliefs on others. No, I would never want to impose. I will discuss my beliefs with others, Mm -hmm. but I would never want other people to feel like they needed to change how they think or what they do with their bodies. Our therapist is only, you know, like, I I hope she's not listening. (laughs) I don't don't think she's listening. No, um, she's she's only 24. I was talking to... uh, I was talking to Tom Tenney, one of the founders of this station, uh, yesterday, I believe it was. And one of the things I talked about is how now when I read the copy or when, 
now we have Lucas reading the copy because he just does it so well. Um, it's the, there's there's more conviction to it. Uh, I used to read it just as fast as I could and go through it, but after the experience at uh, at the SDR show, did you, we told him about that, right? I think we told him about it. I told yes, we did, we did. And I said after that experience, I just really feel so proud to be part of a of a station that has a mission statement like this, and that not it's not just a statement. This is who we are. Who we so are. yeah, I feel would. I feel really proud. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Again, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter. I'm not even subscribed to that yet. I have to do that. (laughs) For the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events, you can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And are Rachel, you on, are you on got, the uh, Rachel got uh, studio trained. Rachel got studio trained, yes. Yeah, it was so exciting and also overwhelming. I didn't realize how how much goes. You're still going to have to send me in for the next one. Yeah. I still want to be studio trained. I'll, I'll send you the link that, that Calvin sent me. And yeah. Calvin, thank you for sending me that link. I saw that it was actually something that was in the manual and uh, usually... When when a host asks for something that's in the manual, our our higher ups are supposed mm. to say it's in the manual, and then <laughs> we go and find it. But he knows it would we me in particular. He knows we have trouble. Calvin knows we have trouble. We're Calvin's special needs show. <laughs> 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 so I'll, I'll send you the link that, that he sent me. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just it just me not being able to be here last week just underscored the need for at least one of us to also be studio trained because I love that that we almost never miss a, a show. If we if we can't do a live show, we'll do a pre-record. Hopefully, just within a couple of days, because we because we do like to talk about things that are topical. We do like to talk about things that are in our lives. We do like like to like to you know, have that live feeling, you know, that anything can happen. So one of my uh, siblings was like you, because we were around each other a lot more than usual. It's like, you, you've, you've, got, you've got a mouth. You, you, I, it does bother me. I don't like that language. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> and, uh, and... And I, I'm concerned about you my know children. about children. how you would speak around my children, and and I said I, I don't I don't 
I don't curse around children. Yeah, I mean, the, this show is clearly not for children. Yeah. And it's just a very rude, like, for her to just, like, you're you're all adults in the situation she's, like, that you're swearing in. And now she's saying. Not like, like me. <laughs> and, like, you're all adults. And now she's saying, like, you're you're a bad role model to children after you've done so much for her children. You've done so much for her children. And then I did inappropriately say to Lucas, I'm not going to curse in front of those fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> very inappropriate. <laughs> Very inappropriate. <laughs> Fancy Feast. Do you know the performer Fancy Feast in the burlesque scene? Yes, I do know her. She wrote a tremendously good article on pegging that is on the BuzzFeed News oh, cool. something. That's she, awesome. she, and she interviewed Dan Savage. Uh, either interviewed Dan Savage or, or got quotes from Dan Savage, but I think it was an interview. Wow. And, and some other people who are prominent in the sex advice world and put together folks for those who don't know what pegging is and if you've listened to the show you do (laughs) (laughs) it's uh usually when a woman takes a strap on and fucks a guy in the ass that's basically what or a girl in the ass yes uh that's that's what pegging is and it has uh gotten more and more into the mainstream uh there was a, a scene in deadpool where that was remember that one time that people who listened to the our show knew it was me because I was like talking and screaming at my mom and then in the in in the not your garden but the other garden, the one near the train yes. at your house and I was talking about you and I was like mom, I'm not going back to live with Francis no and like I was just like and then they they then they started making fun of me for pegging you up the ass these random kids and so we they were our listeners but like they were like they were like that girl. Pegs her boyfriend up the ass. <laughs> didn't, didn't someone say that last night too? Did somebody say that about? Oh yeah, somebody last night. He he. Oh yeah, somebody last night. He like he, he wasn't he making fun me. of He wasn't you. making fun of me, but he was like he was like Lucille likes to like peg. Either he was saying or like he. I don't think he knew the terminology. He, he didn't know that word. He was like all. Lucille likes to you know do it like do it up the ass. She likes to do people up the ass. If you and, want to uh, <laughs> learn more about this. I highly recommend if you just if you if you if you uh, put fancy feast in quotes and then pegging in quotes, it'll lead you to that article and so well written. I need I need to tell her uh, that myself um, because I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited to read it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Let's see what else you had chosen for music here, and we are at one point going to shake it off. I promise you that. Yes, Twenty One Savage. Yeah. Turn <laughs> <laughs>
wrote a statement and that really fucked me up. My brother lost his life and it turned me to a beast. My brother got life and it turned me to the streets. I've been through the storm and it turned me to a G. But the other side was sunny, I get paid to rap on beats. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Love you out the rock? A lot. How many pray that you flock? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many niggas you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many niggas done died? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot. Niggas make millions, other niggas make memes. I'm on a money routine. I don't want smoke, I want cream. I don't want no more comparisons. This is a marathon, and I'm aware I've been playing a bet from a lack of promotions. I never was one for the bragging and boasting. I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself, but the people want everything else. Okay, no problem. I show up on every one album. You know what the outcome will be. I'm betting a thousand. It's got to the point that these rappers don't even like rapping with me. Fuck it, come on, nigga. 21 Savage just hit me and told me he sent me a spot on a new record he got. He called it a lot. I open my book and I jot. Paper Takashi, they want a rap. I picture him inside a cell on a cop. Flattening on how he made it to the top. Wondering if it was worth it or not. I pray for my kill cause they fucked up a shot. Just want you to know that you got it, my nigga. Though I never met you, I know that you special. And that the Lord bless you. Don't doubt it, my nigga. Dennis Madrina, stay solid, my nigga. I'm on a tangent, not how I planned it. I had some fans that hopped in a band shit when they thought that I wasn't gon' pan. Now I got a plan. They say the success is the greatest revenge. Tell all your friends, call on a mission, submitting the spot is the greatest that did it before it all ends, nigga. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted you? A lot. Left you out the right? A lot. How many pray that you flock? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many niggas you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many niggas done died? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot. Take a dive. Put away my pride. With my pride. Shoot my shot. DMJ, I slide, yeah, I slide. She in front, but she used to be my side, my side. We take selfies now, used to in her life, in her life. But for the fame, Plan B was robbing banks, robbing banks. Be a married man, right now I just can't, I just can't. Out of love, that gave me knew that it was fake, it was fake. Mama loved me so much, either way I'm straight, way I'm straight. I done seen so many handshakes turn to hate, turn to hate. Seen so many BF turn SNAK, turn to snake. Death before the sun attacked. It on my face, on my face. Way I run that checkup should've been with Chase. Been with Chase. Started at the bottom, the trenches, the gutter, so I had to go a little harder. Straight up, life was out, the gas was out, so we had to boil up the water. Straight up, been through some things, but I couldn't imagine my kids stuck at the border. Straight up, Flint still need water. Niggas was innocent, couldn't get lawyers. Oh God. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people done doubted? A lot. Left you out the right? A lot. How many pray that you flock? A lot. How many lawyers you got? A lot. How many times you got shot? A lot. How many niggas you shot? A lot. How many times did you ride? A lot. How many niggas done die? A lot. How many times did you cheat? A lot. How many times did you lie? A lot. How many times did she leave? A lot. How many times did she cry? A lot. How many chances she done gave you? Fuck around with these thighs? A lot. 
Um, that is 21 Savage a lot. Um, what I really like about that song is it talks about some like painful things in life, like being left out and, you know, being shot and like, but it also talks about like shooting back um, and, you know, fighting, like fighting for stuff. Yeah, I love that. You shot back this week in a court, in housing court. Yeah, I did shoot back. Um, they tried to tell me that they were going to sue my mother, and I was like, she, and I shot back. I, I should have let my lawyer speak for me, but I had to speak for my mother. I shot back. Hey, you you, you reined yourself in. You kind of kicked ass in housing court this this year, and uh, let's let's hear a little bit about that, because I'm very proud of you. Um, I, you know, I d- decided to leave peacefully, and um, like... Found in a new apartment, but they did give me until like September first to move out. They gave me a lot of time. They they did it very peacefully. You know, we um, I, you know, they do think I might need adult protective services. I think because I got screwed over so much from my landlord. Like I think is what the judge sort of seems to think. Um, because I, I was really surprised he said that. Um, I was pretty surprised too. But I think he. Tell me more about I that. think he sees that I got fucked over because I, you know what I mean. Like he sees, like, like he believes that, like they raised it from one thousand to three thousand. Yeah, I mean? he he sees you got fucked over. He sees. Well, I don't know if he sees, but he's aware that you have mental illness and that many many things in are very challenging for you um, to do. But I was surprised he just outright came out and said that. What did he say? That I need adult protective services. Because your landlord might be dangerous? Because I got caught fucked over, so like saying I can't protect myself. Adult ah, Protective Services protects people from... I see. Who have disabilities. Who have disabilities. Like, it's, it's for... I'm going to say it. Do you think you're at that level that you need that? Don't use that. N- no, no. I, I, I don't I, think so either. I don't think so. Um, he did say my ability to get counsel for myself shows I might not need that. Yeah, I mean, I think he also might not see the full picture of how many people you have in the community who are supporting you, you know, your partners and also the pros, the program. pros program. Yeah. I think a lot of people who are in my position don't have anything. Um, and so yeah. that might be an easy solution for that. If they don't have any support. You I know? think if you, if you were on your own, it might be something you need. Um, but thank, thank God you, you really built an amazing community around you. And that is what it takes to survive in this world with a disability to survive with mental illness, that that really is what it takes is a whole community, community of, people. of people. Yeah. You know, I'm very close with the people at Pumps. I'm very close with people here in this radio show. You know what I mean? Like, I think... I, this I'm, station is so supportive. Yeah. We have, you know, like, we have a community. And we have I community love people behind Brooklyn. me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it. of how yeah. supportive Calvin has been to my mental illness, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Calvin has been incredibly supportive will call, will talk to me when I'm hysterical. We we which love most you. People we love you, Calvin. We absolutely we love you. We absolutely Calvin. love you, Calvin. We love you. Yeah, you know, I you know um Calvin has been there for me endlessly. Me too. Yeah. And uh it was just Calvin's birthday. Happy birthday, Calvin. Yeah, happy birthday. Aww, happy birthday, babe. We hope you had a great great time. Hope you had a wonderful time, yeah. and uh, and 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 love to your mom too. I don't I don't know her, but I feel like I know her. I've heard some of her recipes. She sounds like such an incredible woman, and I'm I'm thinking about moms right now. You know, so much love to your mom if you're listening, Calvin. 
Excuse me. Um, Much love to Joanne for buying me a lawyer. Thank you, Joanne. Thanks, Joanne. That's me clapping and you doing the tiniest clap. So hard for you. <laughs> so hard for me. To- your, your hands right now, and you can't see Lucas's hands when you're listening, but they're like clenched. They're doing a clap, but they're like clenched into fists at the same time. I'm like, I'm like good job, Julian. Good, good job, Julian. <laughs> you're wringing your hands now. <laughs> but, you know, Julian has, you know, tried to, jo- jo- Julian has done her best to support me having a mental illness. You know, um, it's very difficult for her. She's like, she's like, my child's schizophrenic. <laughs> I think it is time for this. Yay. I see out too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. I go on too many dates. <laughs> but I can't.
shit off. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's from all the fucking last night. Oh, let's hear. <laughs> it is probably from all the fucking last night. And and dancing to shake it off. <laughs> we we did fuck outside last night. Do you remember? Do you, do you yeah, remember? You need to be in the I mic, Beb. I do remember fucking outside. I, I, do, I do remember fucking outside. Yeah, it was, it was fun. We I, have fucked I, outside. I, I feel like guilty about it the next day where I'm like, oh, shit, like, the neighbors, like. My neighbors, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or you're so welcome. I'm not sure which one you feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which one y'all are feeling. <laughs> We fucked on my roof before they installed cameras up there and everything. Yeah, like really, like on the fucking like gravel, gravel like. And my knees were fucked up, and your back was fucked up. Yeah, for he like, like a week he, after. He was like, it was like great play too. It was like no, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy and fun. Here we go and back fun. to the rape play and fun. Always bringing it back to the rape play. Safe words, folks. Use I mean, your safe words. Have have safe words. We don't have a safe word. Lucifer. Oh Lucifer is my safe word. What's well, you didn't tell me, so I don't know. Now I know. What's your safe word? Peanut butter. Okay. We're, oh. we're, you're just getting... <laughs> I know how crazy both of you are. You're just getting your safe words now? Yep. I know. We're a little wild. Okay. We're, right. we're, well, we're, getting safe. we're getting safe in front of an audience. Okay. Getting safe in front of an audience. Lucifer is my long-standing safe word. I go for the basics. I, have, I go the red, yellow, green. Red yeah, you do. You, you use the red. Yellow the lights is, very well. Slow down. You use oh. the lights very and well. Green I've is, never heard that. That's a great idea. Yeah, and green is go 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 go. go, go. go. You don't usually use a green light though. You don't usually say green light. Well, maybe I'll start. Yeah, that would be hot. That'd be hot. Green I'm light, like, green light. <laughs> so you'd be screaming it like over and over again. Green, <laughs> green light, green light. <laughs> I'd never heard of it. It's that's a good idea. Hey, I have a. Uh, uh, I'm endorsing very strongly Fancy Feast's article on pegging, and also Christian Finnegan. He's a friend of mine. He went to he he he, like like a lot of people, uh, started developing his comedy at my open mic years and years ago. And he has a special on Amazon Prime that's been out for a while, directed by Victor Vernado, who is also a regular who's at my open mic years and years ago. They met there, and I was just so so. I had so many good feelings about the two of them working together, knowing that they met at something I had created, a community I had nourished, and that it it it's so good. It is so good. It's uh, it was done kind of at the height of the pandemic uh, last year, and they did it in, the, in a backyard, um, in a backyard of the of a comedy club that his wife owns or that they own and run together, and it was interspersed with. With uh, footage of you know how they were handling their, the whole you know running a business when you can't run a business, mm. um, and 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 that kind of those struggles, and it is so smart and it is so accessible. I don't know how to else to explain it, and and it's so fucking funny. I don't laugh out loud at funny movies or at stand up or at stuff like that very often, almost never. I was like. Bah! I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm afraid I like fucking sound like the Joker in the Joker movie. Um, it, it was, it's like laughing so much. I was like starting to feel like this is getting disturbing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 
But uh, yeah, that's that's available on Amazon, and it is free for people who have Amazon Prime. It is uh, Christian Finnegan. I can't remember the name of the special, but that is the artist, and you, you'll be able to find it that way. Victor Bernardo is the uh, is the director. They've both been guests on this show uh, more than one time, and I'm so happy that it came out so well. And and uh, listen, if you need a laugh, like I needed a laugh, oh, everyone needs a laugh so bad. This is this is this is the shit. Life is hard. You need a laugh. There's something fairly new going on in the subway. I want subway. my nutritionist on the show, but I, I I feel like she might not want to come on. Well, have her listen to it. And she, she goes on a lot decide. of shows. She goes on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, like, we could talk about talk about being fat. Talk about yeah. She has. She's my nutritionist is um a person of size is what like Jess calls it. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> listen, we we had that person wonderful interview with the. Uh, with a serious person who, what what was her name again? This was a few Anne. weeks ago. Anne? Yes. Yeah, we, we have some very serious interviews. And, and she had do. listened to the show in the past. I mean, she had listened to our past shows. And she still decided to come on. And she still decided to come yeah, on. Yeah, Anne is such a gem. Another shout out to Crossing Point Arts. Hey, Courtney Love just walked in. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Her show is coming up next. It's called The Circuit. And we recommend it. Do you wanna do you wanna come here and tell us a little bit about what's what's coming up or are you busy? Okay. Hey. There you go. Hi. <laughs> and Courtney's wearing her overalls. Yes. We, we, love, we the, love overalls. We love the overalls. <laughs> Sorry if that made you uncomfortable. No, no, it's okay. Sorry. I am I'm out I'm out of my uh I'm catching up to where y'all are. <laughs> okay. So what what can we expect coming up in uh just about two minutes. So this week's show is going to be uh, based on a festival called Barn on the Farm. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. It's in England. Yeah. It's cool. It's like a fun kind of like pop thing. I just needed to like have some dancing music. and That's of, so fun. Yeah. That cool. was the goal. So yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. It sounds like it this is a new thing that we're doing for, for this show. Uh, we're, we're, when Sam was not in the studio t- today, he tonight he did a he did a. He, he's out having fun. Fourth <laughs> of July, he's out that's having good. fun. Uh, that's good. So there's a new thing we're doing where we're going to sit down with with Sam at the end of his show and talk about what we have coming up, and then we have Courtney sitting down at the end of our show talking about what's coming up next. And we feel like it's going to make this kind of cool transition. Yeah, yeah. And totally. we were talking earlier about how Radio Free Brooklyn is is a community, and that we all kind of. Sure. Yeah, it's we an awesome community. It's an awesome community. It is. Yeah, we have, each, always... we have each other on Instagram. Yeah, and you. totally. <laughs> and I'm always stoked to come in after you guys, especially when I hear Taylor Swift from down the hall. Yeah, always we always like, oh, do. Yeah. We do it every week. <laughs> we had a we had a. Pretty- My therapist is like really upset by the fact that we have Taylor Swift on our show. She was like, "You guys need a new, new theme song," and I'm like, "No, it just no, we don't. It's it's so it really works for us. It's really fun. <laughs> I concur, without a doubt." <laughs> we have less than a minute left. Um, I want to say there's a new thing going on in the subways. Subway doormen. Guys that hold the door, for and you, you pay them. You pay them. You give them a little subway. dollar tip. Oh yeah, that, that's been seen. That. <laughs> that that has been for a while in in here. Okay. In this, on this in stop, Bushwick. yeah, in Bushwick they have it. I see. Yeah. And the yeah, my stop they keep breaking the um breaking the door so that so, the door doesn't work. So tip, subway tip, anarchy. Subway anarchy. <laughs> tip your subway doorman so and keep it right here on Radio Free Brooklyn for the circuit coming up next. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much. Rachel, thank you so much. Lucas, thank you for listening. And folks, please show yourself some love. 
and show some love to others.